Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 202. Before we get started, uh, that's sour. Wow. Haven't seen that kind of reaction wasn't, in a while. Wasn't expecting a sour boy. Jesus. All right. Well, before we get into that, all right. Uh, big shout out and thank you to Rob from Broken Optics for coming on last week. Glad we could finally get you on the show. Great talking to you. Great time. Make sure to check out the links to that and check out the art. Uh, maybe Brian will check the file before uploading this week to make sure that the voicemail segment comes through. Don't you, Brian? This fucking guy. I even sent him video evidence that it was done right. He's QC. He should have checked the video, but he didn't until it was live. QC, it's uploaded like 11 o'clock at night. I'm a sleepy boy in bed by then. He's QC. You're Johnny Work From Home. You have all the time in the world to check this shit. Listen, so whenever there's an error, he's QC. You're a failure. So he's got to double check. Check these nuts. But thank you, Rob. (laughs) Truly appreciate it. (laughs) So, uh, you son of a bitch. What are we drinking, Bri? So, I got to check out the Sour Boy now. So, yeah. So, um, we've had Workhorse. They're actually a local brewery. They're actually in Pottstown. So, I don't know if they're based right in Pottstown. Ooh, yum, yum. But we've definitely had their stuff before. I saw this, and I was like, okay, I don't want to do another IPA. I want to get something. And I was like, I know, Chambers is a is a sour little boy. So, I went with the Go Sale, and it has raspberry, blueberry, and huckleberry flavors. I still don't know what the hell even a huckleberry looks like. I'll be your huckleberry. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You're not. You know Doc Holliday. You never will be. I could be Dusty Rhodes. Let's talk about hard times, daddy. God damn it, Jim. Bitch, I'll take my hand. You'll be his his uh, most least impressive son, Gold Dust. How dare you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> But uh, yeah, well, there's some drug problems, <laughs> waste of life for a while. <laughs> it's parallels. Jim, I'm gonna make you for Halloween dress up in that silver outfit he did that one year. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, what, when he was with Luna. Was it? Yeah, yeah, the Luna thing. Yep, Ooh. that's where you dress up as. Oh boy! But yeah, this is uh, it's called Finn. It's 4.9 percent, like most hours. It's never gonna be too big. So <clears throat> our mission, simply put is to make sure your beer is made right. We take a no-nonsense approach to classic beer styles that are broadly appealing and consistently delicious. There you go. And it's King of Prussia, not Pottstown. So oh. I was I was close. But yeah, Saves uh, five miles of travel. They're always pretty solid. As you can see, very cloudy, like you're going to get out most hours. Um, yeah, I just didn't realize it would be... Like, for some reason, my mind knew I got a sour... And then when I looked at the can, I didn't think it was going to be a sour. So that's why when I took the sip, I was like, oh, it's a sour son of a bitch. Brian went with the common core math in his head. Didn't work out for him. God damn it. It's not bad, though. It's very light. Doesn't have as much flavor as I thought it would. I mean, you get the uh, the sour tang in like, the back of your throat as you're drinking it. But yeah, it's not like overly like, oh, this is delicious. It's like, it's good. Yeah, you get the tart. It's good. Yeah. Not the best sour ever, but it's not bad at all. It's fine. Me. Huh? Ah. Jim, now before we get to video games we were playing, we both posted yesterday a return to form. <laughs> and for the people, I'll put up the pictures that Jim and I posted. So uh, we were basically on kid watch duty while our wives were at a purse bingo thing. Yeah, bingo. We married some 70-year-olds. So basically, like we're like, we finally got to a point. The kids are watching TV. They're eating their pizza. We're like, what can we do? And I was like, oh, like maybe we'll do zombies. 
When was the last time we probably did that? I would say at least a good six years, if not longer. It's long. it, it was a random night when all of the college buddies got together. It had to be like a Christmas season or something like that. Maybe a night we didn't play Hero Escape, but maybe it was even longer. I don't well, know. Well, I remember there was a little, yeah, I mean, that sounds right, but I remember there was a tear when we, I can't even remember. We definitely were out of college when we played, started playing. We, we played that a lot when we would still meet up with all the friends, like yes. once a week or once every two weeks. That's right. Once yep. a month, as you know, life goes, but. But yeah, no, so it's a game that you basically build the world as you go, and it's, you kill zombies or you escape. And a little interesting fact. So, Jim, I don't think you've ever actually won. I don't think so either. And last night, Jim, I mean, you should have played the lottery. His roles were, I mean, you have to, you just roll a six-sided dice. If you get a four, five, or six, you kill a zombie. I don't know until that end if you ever actually, I think you missed once. Yeah, once or twice. And you basically have these like bullets that like supplement. So if you roll a three, you use a bullet. You have to roll a four or higher to kill the zombie. Yeah. And if it's, you know, lower, you can use bullets to supplement, like Brian said, or sacrifice a heart to re-roll. And, you know, Jim is just rolling hot. His zombie numbers are going up. I die. And when you die, you lose half your zombie. So I was like, oh, there's no way I'm beating him. The only thing I can do is slow him down over. <laughs> until I get the helicopter pad and you have to get 25 zombies. Yeah, you either win by escaping on the helicopter, which is the last piece you put out, or you kill 25 zombies. And, it's close. And you get these like specialty cards, which can really fuck people over. And I just kept hitting them with, the, with the perfect ones. And I hit him with one where I took away two of his bullets. And he had like four that, lives. that was the real killer. I think the bullets was the real killer. That was the killer, but then it was also like I would screw him over and like, all right, if he gets three more kills, he wins. So I was like, you can't attack zombies now. And now like I was just doing whatever I could to delay the game. Now I can't move. Now I can't do that. And he's at twenty four zombies. I was at twenty three. I think was it twenty three? Yep. I thought that was the twenty fourth one. No, I was at twenty three or twenty four, something like that. But yep, luck with the rolls ran out. And old Jimmy Pants had four lives, and I burned through them all. This is a grueling game, and this is a game that will you're meant to piss off your friends with. And we even had blank cards, which were specially dedicated to Jim. Yep. <laughs> because as all of our friends know, it's. Yeah, it's Jim. <laughs> but no, at that point, like the game would have went on who knows how much longer, and and it would have just been a race. So we were like, you know what, we'll call it a tie. But I was like, wow, this is gonna be the first time Jim actually beats me. I was even nice. I gave you a role that you shouldn't have had. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I think I don't. I I gotta figure out how we can do it. It's gonna have to be a multicam setup. It's gonna be multicam. I, I gotta figure like maybe one on us. I'll put one right on the board. Um, and yeah, we'll str we'll stream it or at least record it. Do something. Uh, that would be a long fucking stream. Oh yeah, but I mean that's what streams are supposed to be. Yeah, that is true. But no, it's a it it, it it you know what it was one of those things like it was so fun playing that it made me re miss playing the old board games. Yeah, I miss our old board game meetup nights. Now most of our friends have moved away. We all have kids. We don't have the fucking time. Yeah. Ah, uh, the good old days. But, Jambers, what uh, what you been playing since last week? All right. I was more mad yesterday, but I got to say something right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sonic fans. Sonic fans, look at me. Sonic fans, for the love of God. What the fuck? I don't, like, I know you have your nostalgia. I don't want to crap on people's nostalgia. But you can't tell me that Sonic Adventure 2 is a good game. 
I know it's considered like the best one or one of the best ones for the 3D games. And like, I just got done playing Shadow. And like, I know Shadow should have been a lot better because it came out like four years later. And granted, Shadow wasn't that much different, but it still had some quality of life improvements. Like, the control's so bad. How do you go back to it and say this is fun? Like, oh my god. So, like, everyone's like, oh, well, the Sonic sections are the best. It's like three different game modes. So the Sonic sections are the quick modes. The Knuckle sections are these god-awful open, like, sandbox areas where you're trying to find shards of the Chaos Emerald. They suck. But that's also the best controlling section, so that's a tease. And then the friggin' tail sections, or Eggman, whichever one you want to do, depending on light or dark mode, is, like, you're in a mech, and it's slippery. Uh, you're in a mech that controls slippery. I don't know how that happens. And, and, like, Sonic controls like shit. The homing attack sucks. Like, going on grind, like, it all, it all sucks. I get you get more upgrades, and I'm still very early, so it might get better. Does it suck? But, uh, what is wrong? <laughs> Just admit, 3D Sonic isn't good. Like, and I've played Generations, and I didn't like Generations either. I know maybe it's just not for me. But Jim, I think, I think we're at a precipice with you that I think you only like the first two Sonic games. You know what? I do, like. I eventually really liked three by the time I was done with it because I had to go back and replay it so much to like I finally got it. But even then, like. I mean, yeah, nostalgia, I really do like 1 and 2. Even though the end of 2, I'll say 3 is better than 2 now. I've changed my mind because I forgot that, like, the very late game of 2 is horrific. Metropolis Zone sucks. It's too long for its own good and it's too cheap. And the final Death Egg fight, they give you no rings. So one of the biggest gimmicks of it, they're like, ha screw you, fight two bosses in a row with no rings. So, oops, game over. Gotta restart the whole goddamn game because I'm not used to the patterns. I That's think you nice. just don't like Sonic. I like some of Sonic. <laughs> but I, you know what? I'm definitely in that camp that like I prefer 2D Sonic if I have to play Sonic. But I think Sonic just works better as a character in media more than just as a video game character. Okay. Like Sonic X, I really like. Sonic Boom is an excellent show. Sonic Prime's fun. The movies are fun. Yeah. And the games, some are fun. <laughs> Jim, I mean, we're just basically going down a path where eventually we're just going to review all the Sonic games. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> then we got to play all those goddamn Wii Story Tell games. Oh, no. Uh, so has that been your number one time consumer? No, nah, I mean, I'm I've, I've just... I've sti I'm a couple levels into that, so I'm not okay. super far into that. Um, I finished up Fury over this past week. Uh, we talked about it before. We just actually recorded the review for that, mm -hmm. so expect that in, like, a month. And, uh, yeah, uh, and I was working on Body Harvest some more to get through that game. So yeah. I'm only through the first of five worlds in that. But, you know, I'll get through that. It's cool. It hasn't grabbed me yet. But it's a very cool concept and a very, very unique game for the N64. So when people are just like, you know, like the N64 has no games, it just got a lot of weird ones that are like kind of cool. They kind of missed the mark a little bit, but they're interesting at the very least. Okay. But yeah, you know, you know what, you know what, me with Sonic Adventure Two is right now. Go this on. is my first time playing it. This must be what kids feel now who go back and try to play Goldeneye. Oh yeah, like yeah. like because like I have the nostalgia for Goldeneye that I'll never hate it, but I, I can admit that it aged horribly. Yeah, but like it's not. Oh god. I mean that. My guess is Sonic fans, that was the wet dream of like you got even more characters. You got a 3D game, which at the time maybe it was revolutionary to them, and they overlooked a lot of it. Like I said, your nostalgia is your nostalgia. It's fine. Yeah, that, and that's my guess. Is I mean, I think 
here's the deal. I would I would bet that the majority of the hardcore Sonic fan base are people that grew up with that in 3D. I don't think you're getting a lot of new Sonic fan base, except for people who might be getting introduced via the movies, which is what I'm curious about is like, you know, like our kids, if they grow up and they love that movie and that becomes a thing, what games are they going to go to? Now, I have my son playing... Um, Frontiers. Frontiers, and then he goes back and plays... Uh, Mania. Is that the one with, like, a ton of different levels, and it's the two different Sonics? It's like the modern Sonic. And oh, that's Sonic. Generations. Or Gen- maybe Forces. He might have Forces, I think it's too. Generations. All right. Um, but, but Mania sounds right. Either way, like, so I had him go back and do that, and Frontiers, so it's like... It's interesting. Frontiers may be the one that pulls more people in. I don't know. Maybe. I, I've played that for like 10 minutes when helping him with it, so I don't have any experience. But, yeah, I'm curious to see what the future will hold, especially if the movies keep doing well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I as Jim just said, I just beat Fury 2. Uh, we did our review. Difficult goddamn game. One thing we didn't mention during the review... Did you, when you first started it, get very big uh, Donnie Darko vibes with the rabbit and think, is this real or is this not in his head? I've never seen Donnie Darko. Really? Yeah, I know a lot of it. Like, one of my you know best friends was a huge Donnie Darko fan back in the day. Okay. But I was like, nah, whiny teenager, I don't want to watch this. Screw it. Yeah. I mean, it's that. So, that's, I mean... If you want to call a spoiler, it's not. I, I mean, like I know the general gist. Like some weird way, he has to go and like save the world through his actions and crap, all like that. So, but like even in that one, you wonder, is it all in his head? Mm-hmm. Before finishing the game, my thought was kind of that with this rabbit. I was like, is it in his head or is it real? Yeah, this is an important spoiler because like I thought you like the rabbit was going to turn at you at the very end and that'll be like the last fight. I, th- I definitely that's what thought I thought we was going to fight twist. him for yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah. no, it doesn't go down that route. So what it does is interesting. We talk about it in the review. Yeah. But uh, beat that. I'm still chugging away. I'm trying to focus now all my energy getting done Horizon Zero Dawn because I don't want to start another game and like delay it even more. <sighs> I'm, I've now faced... Break some hearts, Bray. I've, I've faced some even crazier bosses. And I'm at the point... Oh, actually, we should say rest in peace. Uh, Lance Reddick. Yeah. So, shocker. Yeah, that it's awful. He's he, I love him as an actor and that really really sucks. Did they even say what it I haven't seen what it is yet. So I thought I saw them announce at least they said it was natural, but I didn't see beyond that. But I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean you I guess think hard condition yeah, if but that was 60 some year old, way too young. But uh I'm at a section now where like his voice came over like the little thing in the game, so I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> so, yeah. I'm pretty far along in the game, not quite there. I think I already revealed some twists. Man, oh man, when I'm done with this game, I feel like just like you're feeling for Sonic Adventures, I'm gonna be like, did people really love this game or Zenkoff? I don't yeah. know. Was it overshadowed by better games or was it just not that great to begin with? That's great. A and B, A mm-hmm. and B. So yeah, that's gonna be my goal right now is uh, bang those out. And if you're not already a member of our Discord, I suggest doing it because somebody had thrown up, like, uh, we have a section for, like, sweet deals. I went on GOG, and I sent a photo today. I spent, like, 22 bucks and got, like, 18 games. And there's some classics on there. 
like fear, fear, of course, two, fear all horror related. Well, of course. I mean, it's it's. I already had a lot of games from GOG before, um, but I actually just went on tonight again. I was like, let me double double check. They have all the Soul Reaver games for ninety seven cents. Oh wow! They have like uh, like just games that you go, what the hell? How are they so cheap on here? Like I got Silent Hill four, the rooms for something for a dollar or something. Mm-hmm. So I was Maybe like, that. I can't say no. So yeah, now I have a whole library of games, but I already have my resolution. So I'm like, fuck. All right, those will be my streaming games on Thursdays. I said, but yeah, I, I just need to get through this Horizon Zero Dawn. Eventually, I'm going to get there. Yeah, I already know that a lot of the games on my resolution list I will not be getting to this year. Jim, probably. do it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do my thing. Stop but... doing your hentai games. No. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, now that we only, you know, the last one right now for our reviews coming up is Body Harvest, as Jim mentioned. So I know there are a few folks who still need to get their review requests in, and we truly do appreciate all of our patrons. So, Jambers, what do we got for questions this week? Yes, patreon.com slash game. where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question, and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from Burn Retinas. So once a hobby teens loved getting into oh so once a hobby teens loved getting into during the nineties I guess there was some type of there sure nobody seemed to talk about paintball anymore will it ever make a comeback were you ever hit by one oh yeah so I love this shit out paintball and I'm not gonna say I was the biggest hobbyist uh, my best friend got really into it so i got a lot of his like second hand gear but he went hard in the paint god <laughs> as i was you saying you had to do the look <laughs> you had to give me the look with the eyeballs Jim, g- god g- give me props i hate you <laughs> finish your story so let me paint this picture so <laughs> i'm just not even gonna acknowledge it anymore it's like control online. You don't acknowledge it. You go so away. I, I loved it, but the person who got me first into it was our buddy Matt, and uh, he took me to a place in the Poconos, and you know I was like, "Does it hurt?" And asking this guy, you'd have to know him for reference. <laughs> I can't ever get like a straight answer out of him, so I'm like, "Oh, I don't even know what to wear." So I just show up in like a sweatshirt, sweatpants, and <laughs> just wear a cup. That's all. You well, that's the only thing I made sure I like heard about. I was like, "Yeah, wear a cup," but um. Yeah, it is it is so much fun. And it's funny because the same way that Airsoft has taken off, which I think is the thing that's kind of replaced paintball now, um, it is a lot of fun. I mean, you're out there kind of like doing strategy, whatever. You, you're playing fake wartime, if you will. Yeah. Um, and they hurt, but it's not a pain that's going to make you feel like, oh, my God. Now, I will say the first time I went, my buddy's like, oh, you got to do this thing. Once we're done the game, it's called paint or pain. And basically, you can keep shooting the same person over and over until they just give up. So, like, you ta- you basically, ta- like, so basically it's the end of the day. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, it's basically everyone, like, who has leftover paint. They're like, whatever, like, it's one more chance to go out there. Yeah. But if you get shot, you don't, you're not automatically out. You're only out when you tap out, basically. Oh, okay. So, me and him, I'll never forget, like... This kid was lighting both of us up, but we were just slowly walking towards him and then just lit him up. And he just laid on the ground. He's like, ah, <laughs> just like freaking out. Um, but they will leave. Like your whole body will have welts. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, do you want to tell a story or should I tell the story? 
Uh, I mean, I don't remember which story specifically you're talking about. I do want to say the first time I went with everyone, I did not know how to prepare for what I was supposed to be wearing. To the point where I didn't even show up with a cup. And I was like, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> They're like, no, you got your cup, right? I was like, cup? They're like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. So before going out there, all I had spare was my socks. So I took them out of my shoes and just stuffed the old underwear for any protection I could get. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, you take those random hits in the old, the neck or the back of the head, shit uh-huh. like that. And those are the ones that, those are the ones that really stink. Yeah. But what what's your story? I, I'm, I forget. I don't know when you first did it. Like, I assume it was before with us. I only did it a handful of times, and I think most of them were with you guys. Okay. So I do remember... The one time you were over, we were, well, we were all over. I think it was one of the homework sessions or something. And oh. you you basically, I mean, Jim's classic, like, he'll fuck something up or he'll mess something up or not do any of his homework that I want to copy off. So we were like, all right, as punishment, Jim, you just start running. And we're going to only do one at a time, but we're going to shoot. And literally, he takes off. It's not fast, but he takes off. It's never fast with me. <laughs> and unless it's the bedroom. It was like it was like a movie, like slow-mo. Like the first one goes, hits him like right in the center of the back, the arms go like hit him in the back <laughs> of the head. He falls, hit him like one more time. I was just like, that's so ridiculous. The sounds, the sights. I wish we had phones back then that could have recorded it. Um, but then the second time, was it during your bachelor party when you were wearing a moo-moo that we did it again? Did I mean, we, no, we had the taser for my bachelor party. Then was one of the bachelor one of the bachelor parties. I know we did a paintball thing. We did do a paintball thing. Was it bachelor moles? I don't remember. Fucks. One of our friends, because that because here's the deal. Anyone who's out there ever thinking about getting married, just realize your bachelor party is a you're gonna be in pain. You're gonna be targeted for things. So when whoever's it was, we did. They're in like bright orange or something that makes them stand out. And it was moles. It was moles. Yeah, and everyone like focuses their fire basically on them. So I think it's a lot of fun. I don't think it's honestly ever going to come back because, as I said at the beginning, I think you got airsoft, which the level of customization with those guns and you can throw smoke bombs, like the, the shit you can do in that, I think is probably just way easier. And it's more. It's so much cheaper, though, because you only need like you don't need the big ass thing of co2 you paint was expensive so little airsoft bbs are way cheaper didn't i like bite into or eat a paintball one time over here (laughs) doing homework (laughs) or was that when you were running didn't it go through the mask in it like when your mouth no 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 i think there was one other time that like i forget how it happened but somehow i wound up with a paintball in my mouth and i just like (laughs) I, i was like I don't know if it was one of those classic gym. This. If it was one of those classic gym moments where I'm like, "Look at me being stupid," and then like accidentally bit into it. It was like, <laughs> I mean, I here's the deal: if you play paintball, those masks are vented because it would fog you up, and you always get hit, and so you get splashed with paint. I mean, it's not toxic, but it doesn't taste good. No, it's not good. Um, I don't remember that one, but yeah. So I do miss paintball. I will say that it yeah. was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we should do airsoft or paintball sometime. Brian, should we go back to laser tag? Oh, yeah. Fuck those kids. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick story. So, the last time we did laser tag was like K 
God, 15 was that years first ago. First or second year of college. That was... Something like that. We're talking like 05, 06. Yep. So there's a place by us called Ultra Zone, which is like a real big laser tag place. It's really cool. So we're like, screw it. Let's go do laser tag. We haven't done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. So we're like, I remember when, like, pardon me, when you're young, you always see the old heads and you're like, man, what are you guys doing playing with kids? Well, we were the old heads this time. And we're, we're like the mid tier. They're well, older. What's, what's funny is like we're old heads to them because we're 20 or 21 at that point. And they're probably 15, 16. Yeah, 12. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's like. <sighs> and then Brian over here, Mr. Competitive Brian. I, he was getting. It's a, there, there's a reason why I don't like to go. Because once I go competitive, I don't turn off the switch. And you got the assholes who are covering up their things so they can't be shot or cheating and shooting, like doing little things. And then I <laughs> go, stop following me. Well, I no, I just freaked out. I said, all right, you little bitch. Like, I, I remember I was <laughs> he says to, like a tiny uh, And I'm like, if you want. But the thing that takes me over the edge is like, if you want to be a shitty person, that's bad enough. If you want to talk shit on top of that, then, my, then I have a switch and it goes. So, yeah, it um, almost beat the hell out of them. <laughs> yep, you sure did. <laughs> but to sum that all up, yes, I'd love to go back to paintball. Jim, can we get you on stream running and getting shot at? No. Come on. Depends on the Patreon tier. What if What if for every dollar donation I get to shoot you? <gasps> oh, what if you get hit for, with every one? What? So every dollar just boop. I, my body is worth more than a dollar a shot. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't mean I'm going to hit you every time. You, you might move fast enough and I might miss. <laughs> we'll on. talk about it. <laughs> Oh my god, we just get inundated with donations. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Next up from from Sandy N. With summer coming up, are you looking forward to any special summer beers? Also, what is your favorite summer activity to do while drinking? Examples sitting by the fire or swimming or fishing. Hmm. You know, of all those seasons. Summer has the weakest beers, in my opinion, because really the you're it's gonna all get, it's going to be shandies, IPAs. Um, I do like the summer wheats. We yeah. get a lot of good those and Victory. You know, they have a lot of good ones. In general, though, summer beers generally to me mean you're not getting as much flavor. It's like whatever is most tolerable while you're in the sun. And unfortunately, IPA, some of those heavy things are not good when you're. New. So, no. so, so you got to convert to light shit at that time. Yeah, I mean that's when I do macro even more than I do now. But I mean, like a good like like a line of Kugel summer shandy, like that's always a solid summer choice. Summer love is probably mine from Victory. Yeah, that's a good one. But I mean, shit, that's when you're in your goddamn seltzer glory, Jim. Oh, I am. I am a refreshed these, seltzer boy. Those these times. past couple of years. By the way, speaking of seltzers. I saw you post a thing about that canned Bloody Mary. How was that? I haven't had it yet. Okay. Yeah, I really want to try that because I'm curious. I, I would love something like that. Yeah, I didn't really do a lot of drinking last weekend, so I'm assuming I'm going to need them this weekend, so I'll let you know. Um, But, yeah, I mean, as far as the best thing, you know, just I would think like barbecuing and going in the pool. And yep. Like a pool beer hits. I mean, I love fire beers all the time. Um, but yeah, pool beer at a barbecue is probably best. Beach beer suck because even if and I know you're you and her are like king and queen of koozies, but I oh no matter what you can't keep the sand you out. can't keep sand out. You get your hand wet. You then so it's like beach beers are so overrated. I do 
I do it. I, I can make it work now, but it's still a pain in the ball. No, it's just like, it's so much extra work. And it's also, even though I got the beach wagon now, like you got to lug more shit to the beach. So it's always like, and for those of you who don't live near New Jersey, our beaches are like a mile deep. They're like, they're, it's a long walk. They're never well, short. Well, it depends on the beach actually. Cause like, what do you call it? Like we used to go to Strathmere all the time, which is this real little, it's like two blocks wide. Yeah. It's like, if you don't know where it is, you pass through, you don't even realize you're in there. But, like, they have a real bad, like, problem with, like, erosion there. Mm. So, like, they only dredge, like, every beach, like, once every five years. Like, this thing is up to the dunes. And it has been for, like, a year and a half. Yeah. So, depends. Like, Wildwood, like, that's the big tourist one down in South Jersey. Yeah. That's a mile-long beach. And that yeah. is a hot son of a bitch to walk down. Mm-hmm. But, no. um, Yeah, so barbecue and pool. I think that would definitely stay my answer. Yeah, I would also agree to that. Yeah. Anything else I can think of? It's like. You know what? A good block party, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, You know what, for me, working downtown is uh, going to rooftop bars. Yeah, yeah. Like you get that, to do like that. Doing, or just drinking outside the beer gardens. I love that, too, which you don't get to do in fall and winter. So, yeah, those I, I really enjoy. Or even going to a baseball game, although you're going to pay, like, $18 for a Bud Light. <sighs> I love getting loaded at baseball games. Oh, yeah. Baseball games and hockey games are the most fun to get drunk at, i found. Yeah. Like, football. football's just too fucking cold. No, like, well, if you it's... if you have a dome, then I'm sure you're fine. But, like... Yeah, football's too cold. Uh... And they're always more packed, so the lines are always longer. Yeah, I mean... But, yeah, baseball... Yeah, there's something about a hot dog and a beer. Yep. That, that is really fun. But, like I said, now it's just a matter of getting one where you're not going to put out 200 for a friggin' day. Oh, man, there used to be a minor, an in, not even minor league, independent league uh, team that was close to us. Yeah. And it's gone now. But, like, man, going to Camp- Campbell Field, like, the tickets were dirt cheap, the beers. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't 18 bucks. You'd probably be paying, like, 8 to 10 bucks, But yeah. still, it wasn't as bad. And, like, you know, you can have a really fun day out. And, like, you know, it's a team you don't really care about. So, you don't, you're just there to enjoy the baseball and to get loaded. See, I would have said golf. But here's the thing I find with golf is I've never not gotten drunk. But then also, it's so hot usually and with so much sun that you're gonna end up with a terrible headache by the end of it oh i have gotten loaded playing golf a lot yeah and you do wind up with a bad headache by the end. i get my worst like, beer headaches from that and also by like you're getting those worst beer headaches but it's also like by the you're at like the 15th hole yeah and you just do not care anymore. you don't care like <laughs> you're not we're not ever we're, we're not be. golfers really so, so it's also it's like you love the idea of it oh the whole day out in the sun doing it and it starts off you go probably a little too hard and then yeah by like whole 10 whole 12 you're like all right i'm definitely drunk but i'm like keep drinking and then yeah by you're like oh my god the beer girls are always cute so you give them a little bit oh, extra of a tip sure. so they come around more and then you're you know buying three to four at a time just in case she doesn't come back for a while because you gotta you gotta plan for these things brian i mean come on well actually my brother got me the perfect thing when we went which is it's a, a beer, beer cooler that's perfectly folds into your bag and it can hold up to like six or seven. Oh, wow. And of course, we got like, it's like a Tom Collins, but, uh, or Tom Arnold, but it's like, God, like Arnold Palmer? Liquor. Yes. <laughs> I, Tom Arnold. That was one of them. You just do a line of blow before you fucking uh, and, swing. And man, those things hit, hit hard because I filled it with that. And I was like, that would be a good idea. More alcohol. Wasn't a good idea. Days of just being in a pool all day and drinking. 
yeah, that's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. So good question. Yep. So that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. Once again, thank you for all the support. Get your questions in for the higher tiers. Get your game review requests and all that good stuff. And if you are new to the podcast, make sure to check us out on either iTunes, Spotify, or uh, YouTube. Wow, why did I blank out there? <laughs> Leave a comment on any one of them. Leave a five-star review. We'll we read any five-star review you'll read us. Yep. Leave Thank us. you, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> These ghosts are hitting you hard, Jim. Apparently. It's <laughs> PG4 percentage. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Jesus. All right, Chambers. So from our good buddy, Travis Lee. The next big thing in fashion is coming our way. Damn right it is. <laughs> what are we What are we looking at here, Jim? Well, by uh, Red Wing Shoes are collaborating with Nintendo to produce a pair of real boots by the popular Italian plumber Mario for the film Super Mario Brothers. So these aren't being, as of right now, which I think is a mistake. These aren't being released for actual production for the for the buying public. Uh, these are just like there's one set of them, and they're on display at the Nintendo store in New York. I mean, you know they're going to spawn shitty duplicates, right? Oh, yeah. But there's going to be knockoffs. Here's the deal. They're ugly as sin, and they're basically the chode version of a real boot. Yes. <laughs> don't tell me you would get them, and don't act no, like I you it. would. No, I wouldn't. Because, well, like, here's one thing. One, shoe guys, they're fucking nuts. You think I'm nuts? They're fucking nuts. Well, you are nuts. I am nuts. Yeah. But they're nuts in the shoe way. So they would oh, buy yeah. them up. And then Nintendo nerds would buy them up. And then, like, people are already for the meme buying those, like, big, goofy-ass, like, red boots that are going around. So I'm sure some people would buy it for that. I think it could be an equitable venture. No. If you wanted shoe guys involved, you hook up, do Air Jordan, Super Mario, like, and sell them for, like, 1500 a pop. And they would sell out like gangbusters because that's the shoe market. But shoes are, of all the weird vanity fashion things that guys are into, shoes are the weirdest one. Like watches, I kind of get. I'll never understand putting out 100K for a watch. Yeah, I tried to be a watch guy for a tiny bit. And then I was like, I don't need to wear one. I have a phone. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's a matter of function versus form. It's the same as wearing a tie. Like you never. Why do we need them? But whatever. Right. Uh, But yeah, those boots are fucking hideous. Um, Because they're not releasing them, I'm almost like, why do it at all? I mean, that's it's a, a name to get your name out there for the gamers. Maybe they're like, oh, what else does Red Wing put out there? And maybe they look it up. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's a it's a cool thing. I'm shocked there's not. Bri, why isn't Chris Pratt wearing them on his publicity toys? Because he's smarter than all of us. He's richer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I just, you know, and you and I love video games. I've never necessarily played a bad Mario game, but I'm, I don't know. I've never, I don't know if I've ever met a true giant fan. I think everyone likes Super Mario, but like the way Brian, we've considering seen, that we reviewed Hotel Mario, thank you for saying you've never played a bad Mario game. <sighs> I don't count that as a real Mario game, but it is. It's a hotel game. <laughs> and that one slipped my memory. That's obviously the worst piece <laughs> you, of you shit You memory ever. hold that? Yeah, that, that, that is so sunken in my mind. Ugh, such a terrible game. Right, we even broke it out when we had Petey and uh, Dan over. And they all agreed, terrible game. 
You're still alone on that island, Jim. I mean, I, I like the concept, but... Yeah, of course. It's opening and closing doors. What's not to love? Even I can do this. It's like real life. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it, Dusty. <laughs> Hot times, baby. Hot times. But no, it's... Uh, Rick Flair! You get your ass down here, Rick Flair! Fuck. You know what? You know what I want, Jim? You're going to get the polka dot outfit? No, I want to return. I want the flame pants from Tekken. I want Jin. Jin's flame pants. I don't have flame pants. You at Or Jin. Yeah, what about Jin? I'm saying, wasn't he? Oh, the... for gamer outfits and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Okay. Bri, you, you have your flame pants. You probably had... do. Uh, no, unfortunately, I finally got rid of the dragon flame pants. Ah. R.I.P. Worst, worst giveaway I ever did. I might have to look them up, see if I can refine them one day. I'm sure you can, Brian. Yeah. I mean that's style. Some Jenkos with flames on them. I, I mean that's style. They weren't Jenko. I never, I never actually won Jenkos. I know you didn't have Jenkos. Yeah, or even God, those. Are, talk about stupid. Oh my god. <sighs> Don't get me started. We need you and your choker, and me and my flame pants. <laughs> oh god, that thing won't even make it halfway around my neck at this point. You know what? I got to see if I have that. That's probably in a box. Right, I'm a hoarder. I probably it in a box somewhere. One of these episodes, we're going to address as our old selves. Oh, I got to find my fucking spikes and wallet chain. What, what we need is you in that phase and then you in the super nerd phase with the glasses, with everything. <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> got to find your post office shirt. Oh, I have one left. I have one left. <laughs> I'll put the tape back on. You're, you've done that already. <laughs> hey, if I, if I ever get a cut, yeah, I go tape. Heels are faster. Wolverine. Damn it. Think about it. <laughs> but thank you, Travis. Yep, thank you, Travis. <laughs> and speaking of topics sent to us, uh, our good old Nintendo. buddy Kit. I mean, I mean, Nintendo does own the Pokemon company, but this comes from GamesHub.com. Uh, the Pokemon company is hiring an NFT and blockchain expert. So, Pokemon Company International has posted a new job listing seeking someone with knowledge and connections in Web3 and NFT sectors. So, and they posted it to LinkedIn, and they won an instrumental role, quote-unquote, with the company. So, driving, assessing, prioritizing the long-term strategic direction of the company, as well as monitoring the market for trends in gaming, media, entertainment, and related sectors. Kind of missed a boat, guys. I mean, that's it's like this is the thing that you shouldn't be trying to get into now. I don't know if they're just doing a position that's like, hey, just in case it ever does take off, let's have someone there that we can really say, like, you need to jump on this. I guess of the video games, Pokemon makes the most sense if you're ever going to do NFTs. You could abuse the fuck out of people with, that, if you make them buy NFTs. But that, I, I, which is why I don't, I don't, I don't like NFT even in a concept. I really don't like it because still... The reason why Pokemon sells the way it does, it's not just all, our us old-ass nostalgic gamers, it's kids. Right. And, man, if you fuck over parents in a way where it's like you can only play the latest thing if you get an NFT, that's so fucked. It's so beyond fucked. So, I imagine that guy, it, it's the same as the people who join the Space Force. Like, <laughs> if you really got to go around and be like, I'm the NFT guy for Pokemon, you're going to be like, what? What? What do? You, what do you do? So, yep. So the role description outlines that successful applicants should possess a quote unquote deep knowledge and understanding of Web three and metaverse technologies, as well as being deeply connected to investors and entrepreneurs in these sectors. This is just such tech bro gibberish. It, it, 
It probably is what you said. They want a guy on staff just in case. Just in case. It's the same as we would, up until however long, one of the things we always had to have in our fucking uh, resumes was like, proficient in excel powerpoint like microsoft office like everyone is nowadays but like you had to throw out those little keywords like yeah i know this as the guys had to hire people brian you would be surprised (laughs) i i would i mean here's the deal if nfts like i said the only way i would ever think they'd work is if they were priced so low but then it's i still can't get behind the concept of like Right, Seth Green lost all of his apes. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. My, my, my. Like all these people who lost money. I'm like, did you not think you were going to lose money on something that could still, at the end of the day, be fucking copied? Fuck whoever created the, what's the format that I hate the most now? The WebM for images. Oh, you, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Is it WebM or WebP or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, all right, now I just have to do an extra step and take it to paint and then convert it to a PNG. Mm-hmm. But NFTs are just going to be just like that. You'll just increase piracy for that specific market. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like, the crypto market's so dead right now that, like, I don't see how you get any kind of use out of it. I mean, no. unless fucking, it's, it's going to be like anything else. Before. It's going to come down to criminals. Criminals will start to make use out of it, and then it'll bleed its way into the real life. It, if if all porn went that way, like every Ooh. other emerging thing that porn basically cornered the market on, that's the only way. If if somehow the internet was scrubbed of porn, the only way you get that, wow, would you see people go to NFTs and, and metaverse and whatever else you call it. Look, Bri, really, you can trace all of human history back to trying to find new and creative ways to bust a nut or get your nut busted. That's all so. it is. It's the oldest profession in the book, Jim. Yep. So, yeah. I, I mean, I doubt we'll hear anything from this, but I, but Kit, thank you for sending it to us because. Uh, and for I, right now, it's just a job listing, so we're like, real early on. Konami had it. We talked before. Was it Square Enix or EA? Yeah, and how like Ubisoft. Steam like Steam like made sure that like none of the games or like they banned all games with NFT. Yeah. But, like Rust was like the biggest one that did it, right? Uh, I forget. thought they because uh, it was like EA or Ubisoft. One of those I know start talking about it. Square was definitely trying Square. to get into that market. So I'm sure all of them in one way or another are going to try to like have someone just be there, like we're saying, just in case. So we'll follow and see what actually comes from it. But I don't know. Every time I hear that, I think scumbag. Yeah. That's kind of where I go with it. So you guys let us know what you think. Are there other companies that you're hearing about doing this? Do you know any? Here's what I want to know. Does anyone know anyone who actually owns an NFT? That would be interesting. <clears throat> and how much do they hate themselves right now? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like Jim with stocks. What stocks? I never bought any. Jim. I didn't, I didn't job, hop on a chat. Jim, how's that AMC stock going? <laughs> I think I only bought no, I never bought any AMC. You did? I thought that was one, that or GameStop. I thought you bought no, one. No, I did buy a, I did buy AMC. I think I, I have like one of those left. You should be going to theater every week. I'm part owner. They should have you in there. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely follow that up. But Look, all I can, I'm just glad the money I put into crypto was money I could afford to lose. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I would. Lo- I look at crypto the same way when we used to go to the, when we used to go to casino. Like this is money lost. If yeah. I walk away with something cool, 
maybe you get lucky and hit something, but it's like, no, no, no. You have to mentally go in there and be like, it's gone. Right. I can't imagine being a type of person that's like, I'll put my whole life savings on this. Ooh, so many people did that. I know. And hey, it pays off, obviously, plenty of people. For some. I would never do that. I'm more risk adverse. I don't know. Fuck Most that. Left holding the bag. Yeah. But no, Jambers, and one that I am more excited to see, because we talk about it every year. But uh, yeah, there's new finalists for the World Video Game Hall of Fame, and there's 12 of the, these guys. So what I see, and you can correct me anywhere I'm wrong, is COD 4, you got Wizardry, Barbie Fashion Designer, Age of Empires, mm-hmm. Quake, Computer Space, The Last of Us, FIFA, GoldenEye 007, uh, NBA 2K, uh, Angry Birds, and Wii Sports. Yep, that's what it's looking like. So, <clears throat> I decided to read through these comments, and I think the majority of people had what my initial take was. I was like, really? Barbie fashion designer? Uh, computer space? I mean, computer space is very important because I was like, I think that was like the first like arcade game ever. And what it, I thought it was like Space War that was the first one, but maybe this one like predates that. Oh no, Space War was first. Yeah, and but, that's already in the the inductee Hall of Fame. Yeah, this might have been like the first coin operated one, something like that. Yeah. And what's deceptive? Because I'll put the picture up that Jim and I are looking at. You got to read the article, but. If you look at a picture, it says like FIFA 23 and NBA 2K 23. That's just the whole series. Yeah, they mean the whole, which is paints a whole different picture because like they already got Madden in there. And these are like, I would say you look at this list, it's like. And they only do, I think it's two. They're picking from this list. Two. I think two sounds right. Yeah. It's two or three. But here's the deal. Number one, I also, I don't know what wizardry is. That was a really popular. Oops, careful. That was that was like a really popular early RPG for computers. I think it was based off Dungeons and Dragons. So I think it was like one of the first real big ones for uh, that. I, I can look that up real quick. I guess I should do some kind of research. There's there's a part of me, and we've talked about this every year. With when you see these video game Hall of Fame picks. Shouldn't it just kind of at a point be like, you're just going to do it kind of based on the age of the game? Because we could go through all these and say, argue importance till you're blue in the face. Yeah. But like all these at some point will probably get on the list. But like I, okay, there's not a game on here except for once again, I don't know wizardry. I don't know computer space. I don't know Barbie fashion designer. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never. And here's the deal. Yes, we we did not. That not could be important for up. girl gamers. Maybe that's the inclusion game. It's the inclusion, which game. almost seems sexist because it's like, oh, girls like the Barbie game. But it's <laughs> like, even if that was important, like you gotta put some kind of weight to like all these other ones were massive, genre defining, crazy award winning, money breakers. Yeah, like and you any can't... one of these, except for Barbie, in my opinion, could make the list. I actually like computer space. Like everyone talks about space war. Like I've never really heard anyone talk about computer space. That, that's my point. Is like you can't start doing this because you could go back to like worm. Yeah, like like at that point you could go to anything. It's like 
keep that like super obscure like wizardry is that obscure more obscure one that if you're gonna do it i don't know nothing about it yeah it's not our generation but old um, heads are like what's very important like fifa and nba 2k you're gonna you're gonna get those in there at some point i don't think you need them right now um i mean wii sports is gonna go in there because it's the thing that sold the wii and the reason the wii was such a success I mean, Wii Sports kind of changed the industry for a good couple of years. But it's because that's the reason people bought Wiis. Like, that was right. the number one selling point, so I get it. Um, obviously, Age of Empires, like, I'm biased because I love the show. I think it's the best RTS of all time. Right. Yeah, the what it developed, you're going to get it on there. I, I don't know. Like, Last of Us, it seems too new to be putting on here. But then I look at the ones that are already in there, I'm like... They have no problem putting newer games on there. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty 4. Anyone who wants to shit, like, and I, that's, it's funny because people are like, these are just all games for people who don't like games. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, COD 4, I don't care who you are. If you actually played it back in the day, going from World War II style shooters to that, it changed everything. It's the reason COD is the juggernaut it is today. And even outside of like, and people really forget that even outside of like what it did for multiplayer gaming, the single player campaign was Amazing. lauded. Like yeah. it was really, really good too. And FPS, yeah, the one of the best FPS campaigns ever. Um I mean, obviously Goldeneye, it's a game that's gonna go on there no matter what. Here's the deal. Don't I know we gotta you gotta do Angry Birds. And you'll probably do Clash of Clans eventually, and Candy Crush, and you're gonna do all those. Can you do phone games so like later like do we have to do them now gatekeeping much brian yes i am (laughs) and obviously quake needs no introduction it's one that's like it's another one it's gonna go on there when's it gonna go on there yeah so i don't know so i mean i think with the voting they say they're gonna pick two from like you know all the voting and i think it goes to like april late april until they close the polls so from these 12 brian what would your two picks be Oh, you can only vote through March 22nd. All right, never mind. All right. Well, I mean, my bias would be Age of Empires and COD 4. Okay, the three games that receive the most votes will be submitted on one ballot to join the other top three submissions from the Members Selection Committee. Okay. Well, I would go COD 4, Age of Empires, and... So the public will be one member of the committee, apparently. So however many they put in there. Maybe four. I don't know. COD, Age of Empires, and... I guess Wii Sports. Uh, yeah, I would probably go COD, Age of Empires, and uh, like my heart says Quake, but I think I almost have to say Angry Birds. Like that really put mobile gaming really on the map. So I, I mean, th- it I was felt a- like Candy Crush did. I don't know which came first, but like they both did. Because Candy Crush got a lot of uh, like. I feel like that was like that broke. I, I think Angry Birds was beforehand though. Was it? I think so. Like that was around the same time as like Plants vs. Zombies, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten ish coming on the scene. That like really broke like mobile gaming out there. I mean the thing that should be honestly to me the first mobile game, if it's not on that which I'm pretty sure it's not, go Pokemon Go. I know it's newer, but you talk about a cultural like it had people that I saw dudes in their fifties and sixties. Business women on their phones on the train doing this. Oh shit. yeah, I mean we talked about it before that first month of Pokemon Go in 2016 to, was insane. Like you, that was that was the last time humanity came together. Yeah, and you would see like 
man, there's a lot of people at the parks today. All the spots are parked. People are parked in their cars. And now, granted, you would have people walking out, but like parties of people getting together for a mobile game to do that, fucking insane. Yeah. But now, I mean, I guess I, I mean, yeah, I know I, I'll, Angry I'll go Birds Age of Empires, Codinate Angry Birds. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, Barbie fashion designer. One day, Barbie. One day. Jim, that's going to be a game for you to review. I'm. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's an interesting list. And like I said, Wizardry, I don't know nothing about, so I can't. And I know people shit on sports games, but they deserve to be on there. They're And it's not even, you know, like I said, Madden to me is probably the most important franchise sports series. So it makes sense why that went first. I guess FIFA, because worldwide appeal. NBA probably needs to be last. I guess, damn, what's going to be the NF, I guess, NHL... Would it be 2K or would it be the old series? NHL 2K has been long dead. It's going to be the, just the NHL series. NHL. Because, like, NH, I mean, NBA 2K is surprising that, like, besides WWE, like, that's the only major 2K that, like, still survives still today. Still survives. Because yeah. it took over NBA Live, which was EA's. That's why I'm curious. What is the first WWE game that makes it? It would just be the whole series. No, well, you, I'm saying, though, like, would it be, like, a No Mercy or like something like that, or like yeah. first like wrestling game. Like, would it be one of the N sixty four ones, or would it be the SmackDown series or the two K series? I would almost expect it to be like <clears throat> Fire Pro. Could be that too, but I still feel like that one because that's a that's a it is niche, but it's still like a long running series. Yeah. It's been all under the same umbrella. It, it is an important series. No, but it is for niche. sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting, but no, the people that like shit on like want to, and I love that people want to shit on the COD. I'm like, you can't even begin to appreciate how important that game was when it came out. Yeah, and how revolutionary that was for sure. Like the reason the late 2010s was, or the late aughts, I was yeah. was just dominated by fucking military shooters because of COD. COD, yeah. So <sighs> it's interesting, but Jim, in a in a bit of a turn of. I guess you could say heartwarming. I don't know what you would call it's it. It's mostly heartwarming. Partial gamers mad. Oh, gamers. Okay. Well, well yeah, I, it, I'm not I excluding mean, this it, as a gamers it, mad. It combines kind of two things. But there, there's a lot of there's a lot of feels around this. Uh, so, as most people know, we talked about I think last episode um, or the one before, but it's March 27th, right? That the eShops this, this Friday. Yeah. eShops are closing. I think this Friday. Is it? Oh no! This uh, next Monday. Okay, so, so one week from this recording, eShops are closing. It's been a long time. I mean, people have known about this for a while, over a year. It, it's it's a shame. It's you know it is what it is. But the completionist, who I'm not really familiar with, yeah, Gerard, the completionist. Uh, his whole gimmick is he reviews games and he completes them all 100. percent Yeah. Um, so he went ahead with a team and basically bought every single 3DS and Wii U game, uh, like basically some totaling at like a little over 22k. Uh, it was like, what do you say, one point some terabytes? Yeah, uh, I think I forget what the numbers were. He explains it in there, but but the link to his videos below and. Like, I think the 3DS was, like, 256 gigs total for, like, all yeah. of them or something. And here's the deal. Which is, like, 
three games today. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the only thing I don't know is I don't remember seeing how many games it actually was. Uh, I think it was like 800-some off the Wii U and like 1,300-ish, 1,500-ish off the 3DS, something like that. So here's my question. Obviously, these aren't just... I guess part of me went... Well, the, the caveat, he bought every game... As of starting in February 2022, that you could buy off of their respective eShops, every single one, along with all their DLC. What's there part of you when I watch that? I was like, I, it's a, I, I think in terms of gimmick, I'm like, all right, it's done for the clicks, it's done for the views. And he even kind of alludes to that. He tried getting sponsors, he got some sponsors, but no one wanted to back it 100%. He, yeah, he didn't get a direct sponsor, so he used sponsorships for other videos that he put to fund this. Yeah. I would have more expected, like, buy every exclusive that you could only get on the eShop. But if he was buying AAA titles that were, like, available anyway. Yeah. Is that kind of, like, a waste? Because it wouldn't have been as sexy of a thing to be, like. It wouldn't have been sexy. That's kind of my point. That's the only thing I went, okay, like, you really didn't need to buy all 800 Wii U games or whatever it was. Right. You probably could have bought the... What would you guess? A hundred that are exclusive to eShop on Wii U? Yeah, I have no idea. I'll, I'll, I'll be safe and say 300. Whatever. But, like, you know, so it, it's very fascinating. The struggles they went through, how they had to do it. They had to, like, That was buy. the best part of the video is, like, realizing, like, all the technical roadblocks they had. Where, like, Which it's Nintendo, so for, of course there's going to be. True. Like, you can only have so much money in your, like, account at a time. You can only have so many icons on your system at a time. Uh, how some games, which I had no idea about, uh, you had to like beat a certain amount before it let you I've, download DLC. Which, I saw that and I was like, this poor fuck. Jesus. I, that I saw and I went, that is so fucking Nintendo. And a few games he had to beat completely before they would let you buy well, uh, and download And he said content. they would average 24 hours at least to beat. And yeah, they were almost all Nintendo first party games. They're like second party. They're like Professor Layton and shit like but, that. But he said the majority were the first party ones. Okay. So it's Nintendo being Nintendo. But here's the deal. I looked at that and I went, I, the heartwarming thing is, now he says at the end, call me cynical. Uh, this is going to be where my problem came in. Where he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to try to play a lot of the games, but eventually I'm going to donate to... He didn't even really say as much. He's like, I'm going to dabble with some, like you said. But yeah, he's going to give it to the Video Game History Foundation or whatever. Yeah. Which is completely unnecessary because you can basically go to sites that have already done this and have ripped everything already. That's kind of my... I'm going... Does he really think he's the only one that did this? It's Once again, it's a sexy title. It's a look how good I'm doing for this. And part of me, again, old cynical Jimmy over here. Yeah. I'm, uh, obviously, it is a huge investment up front that he oh, had yeah. to put up. But like we talked about with other videos, like, you know, everyone who's been milking DK old, I can't believe people are still ma- making, getting views milking DK oldies. I can't believe that's still a hot subject. Like, fuck. <sighs> and one of our better performing podcasts is the one time we talked about it, but I just don't want to pretend to care about it that much. Like how many people, I mean, how many videos do you think are out right now? Here's the 10 Wii U games you need to get for close. Like. That have been going on for a year. Yeah, I mean, hit the trend. I don't blame anyone for that. No, no, I, I don't blame it either. I'm just saying, like, this took it to an extreme. I didn't see the point in buying games that were 
widely physically like and it's and sorry to cut you off but it's not even like a true complete thing because games have been delisted from way before even february of 2022 when they announced and he even said that like while they were doing this games were getting delisted kind of regularly so who knows and i'm sure somewhere what i find interesting with preservationism is it's so hard to just find an accurate list. If you were to type what was every single game ever on the Wii U uh, like eShop, I guarantee you you're going to find like a couple different numbers. It'll never be like a thousand, twelve. Like it'll be all over the place. And he acknowledged that too. That's the part where it's like, I have to imagine Nintendo has that log somewhere, right? You would think? Like, through transactions, however somebody had to apply to get onto an eShop. Yeah, you, they, they, they should have it then. So, yeah. one way or another, there's a, a point where it goes green light. So, they could release that. I don't think it would take a huge amount of effort, but they could release it. Um, but for game preservationists, then it got me thinking. It made me go, oh, I wonder if there's lots of Wii U ROM hacks or something. Maybe. I mean, honestly, as game preservationist for the modern era, when you have eShops, when you have Game Pass, this, like, is it really probably just going to be left to the pirates to do it right? Well, the pirates are doing it right, and they're doing it anyway. Because there are probably some pirates out there who will just, like, you know, brick a system, not brick, but break a system, and just download copies of all the ROMs anyway. And they've probably been doing it the entire run of all these consoles. So I don't think it's, like, it's still important, but it's probably not, like, there's games from the old days, even from the 80s, that are just lost forever. Sure, yeah. Because, like, no one gave a shit back then, and you didn't have the technology to just save it or to rip it whenever you wanted. These days, I'm sure there's people out there who do it. So, and even a lot of comments are just like, yeah, but Pirates have already done this. So, I mean, he made a very interesting video. No, no. I'll give the, him that. The video is fascinating, and I... A lot of effort I, went into it. Not, I'm, I, and I'm, me, Mr. Not familiar with internet shit. Not really familiar with him. Other yeah. than I think I did look him up when we were doing the DK64, and I think he's a guy who likes it or something. Yeah, he does. Which made me go, I can't trust this guy. It's true. But now my question is, even if he turns those systems over, what does that do? Like, like I guess um, maybe I'm being too dumb. I know pirates have already done it. But like if you get into a point where it's like no one can ever get it, are they going to release the data for like what's going to happen with those games? Or are they just going to sit at this place? Well, like the it depends on who you ask because like they do that history museum. They do do a lot of work to preserve like all the ROMs and all the data for games. But as far as I know, it's not like they just give them out to people. So I don't know if you have to apply to have like a certain thing or pay to be able to play a certain game through them or something. I don't know the specifics. Yeah, or like. I'm sure Nintendo would be like, you can't do that. Well, we're not willing. Uh, I'm sure Nintendo would have shut it down by now. I, I mean, sure, that would be bad PR, but Nintendo has really never cared about that. Here's the deal. There was, then there's a cynic part of me that said what would be really funny is if Nintendo just says, oh, no, we're bringing back the eShop and all those on the next iteration of – like, if they did that, wouldn't that kind of be hilarious? That would be funny. I don't see it happening, but it would be funny. But Nintendo, like, I imagine – the only reason to close an eShop is for server space, probably. Yeah, right? server space and maintenance. Like how many? It would except for the influx of people buying games before it closes down. 
who's touched the Wii U eShop no, in nobody. the past five years. Yeah. Nobody. And and the same with the 3DS where I go, <clears throat> you just only, and I'm not saying do it, like you'd only be doing it for the games that were exclusive to it. Right. So if it's 100, 300, then on whatever iteration of this Switch and this, like they're doing the right thing, it seems like, with this, uh, the fucking Nintendo Online thing, the service they Ish. have. Whatever the next system is, they get a little boost, they increase it, and they add another tier for exclusives only on the eShop. That would be hilarious. That would be funny. <laughs> but now, it, it, it's so are you saying more people are... No, mo- for the most part, everyone's just like, hey, good for this guy, like, he did yeah. a good thing, that kind of shit. And there's the people who are more cynical, it's just like, come on, he just did this for views, like, it's not like of other people course. haven't done this already. And even his, like, you know, his initial investment, I mean, he's going to get a hell of a tax write-off from it, too. So, he spent, like, 23 grand to get all these games, which, hey, like, fucking, that's a tough pill to swallow. Even if you get kickbacks at the end, that's a tough pill to swallow. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, hey, good for you. It was a hell of an idea for a video. So, I mean, I I don't have a problem with it. Like, people were almost starting to weirdly make, like, not specifically Mr. Beast comparisons, but they're, like... Oh, look, another guy doing a quote-unquote good thing just for the views. It's like, man, shut the fuck well, up. Well, that, that that goes back. You can have the nihilist view that there is no such thing as a selfless act. And then you view everything as like you're only doing it because it makes you feel good. It's like, well, like, you, Mr. Beast, you cured a thousand people of blindness, but that's somehow bad. Like, Well, it points out the flaws of society. Well, yeah, he's not yeah. going to fix society. He's it's just like one that, guy. Uh, there, there, there is, we're in a society where there is no pleasing anyone if you're not doing anything you don't care if you do something you only did it to get views or likes or whatever it's the same way Like I think it's way more um, exploitive when you see those videos people like I gave this homeless guy this much money and he's filming the whole thing Like that's a little more like eh, you gave him like 50 bucks and now you're making this big video about it I'm just gonna start making videos where I give homeless guys fifty bucks to pee on them. I'm just gonna go full Damn bore, it, full exploitive dick. That way, no one can say it's for the they can, they can say it's for the good thing. They can say, "Hey, you know what? He's a scumbag, but at least he admitted it." <sighs> so yeah, this guy. Call me Mr. Feast because I'm fat. Fuck. I want you, Jim, to start uh, collecting all the free and really cheap games on Steam and GOG. All the little indie games. God, I'm going to have to buy a fucking server room for that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Because if people really care about game preservationists, it should be about the ones that are really obscure. Yeah, this is true. I'm just saying, care about the indies. (laughs) Four four servers full of Lady in the Leotard with a gun knockoffs. (laughs) Let's see it now. Preservationism, Jim. You yep. need to care. D- digital homicide. Their entire library, 10 times over. So, Jambers, uh, our last topic before we get to a few little voicemails is something that brought, you know, it came to my mind after we beat Fury. And we said, it's a hard game, certainly not the hardest game we've ever played. It got me thinking, like, let me look up some lists. And I looked up, like, 10 different lists. But out of curiosity, what do you think were some of the most common games that showed up on the hardest video games? Uh, I think Fury's probably on there. No, not on a single list. Really? Which too obscure? Maybe that's kind of what. So after looking at the list, I would say think more. All right. So Cuphead. 
Cuphead's definitely one that's always on there. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Black? Uh, or any Ninja Gaiden it, game? It was usually three, which if that's black, then... No, no, no. Three was all on the NES, but that, that gave was, you limited continue. So that three made that way was harder. there, and then, yeah, black was there, and maybe... Yeah, three and black, I think, were the two most common from that series. Double Dragon 3? That really didn't show up, no. Huh. Silver Surfer? Of course, yep. All right. Uh, oh, fuck. What else? Well, I can look over your computer. Godhand. Well, so that's actually was only, that's the only list that showed up on. Okay. So I don't even know what Godhand is. I know it's Capcom 2006. So that's yeah, I don't, know, I don't know shit about um, it besides that. Uh, like one of the Dark Souls's? So basically, I was going to say, use that whole series. So basically, they would lump all the Dark Souls in one, but they would still then separately say Bloodborne. Okay. And then of all those, they every single list would say uh, Sekiro was harder than all those, uh, which is still from software. But Yeah, it's from software. Yeah, but that one's all about parrying and like just combat. I don't okay. think there's any RPG elements to that. So yeah, that one was always like a tier above those. Uh, I'm guessing Contra's on there. That's the one that the number of lists that was number one. Really? Which blew my fucking mind. Yes, I know, like, it's standard to play with the Contra code. So maybe if you didn't But there's enough people out there who beat it on three lives and all that shit. Which is why it amazes me how many... That's kind of why I wanted to talk about this. That was number one on so many lists. Weird. Or in the top five where I was like... And, like, Contra Hardcore is harder than Contra 1. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, even Super C is harder than Contra 1. Yeah. I would say Contra 3 is the only one that's easier. Yeah. But Contra 1 being the hardest. And I went, wow. Like, I would put Battletoads, which is on a lot of Yeah, Battletoads should be on a lot of them, yeah. Um, But it was never close to number one like that. What? So I'm like, uh, I I don't know. Like, I don't know if that must just be for the mass appeal because that's probably the game... On the list where you see, so I'll go through like Neo or N-I-O. Oh, Neo, yeah, yeah. Neo, yeah. Um, that was always on there. Like I said, the Dark Souls. You would sometimes get random. Um, oh, what what, what? So was like was like Adventures of Batman and Robin on there? No, it, it was it was like I said. Generally, like what you would say is Mike Tyson's Punch Out would sometimes okay. be on Lion there. King was Lion King on any of them? No, really? Yeah, that's like notoriously hard. That's why, like, I look at those lists and I go, "Are they just trying to just copy and paste each other at that point?" Like, did the people who did this just go, "Let me see what everyone else says and yeah. make a list," or put have... a few little changes on it? Because I would even argue, like, Gears of War is harder, hardest mode. Me and you still haven't beat it co-op because it's it can be a hard son of a bitch. Yeah, it can get annoying. I don't know. I or look like at, New Vegas on like survival mode or hardcore mode. Yeah, it's like, like I wonder what they like. All the lists had their different little takes, but seeing Contra, I went of the hardest. I mean, you beat that was shit Celeste drunk. on there with any of them? No, really, no. Huh. But like Hollow Knight, Su- Super Meat Boy was on there. Hollow Knight was on a few of them, but like Super Meat Boy was always really high as okay. well. Um, yeah, but like you said, it it got me thinking. Like Fury is definitely a super tough game. We both beat it, so it's like, can it be the toughest? I don't know. Like, because you mentioned Cuphead being something that was enough to make you rage quit. It made a lot of people rage quit. Yeah. And I think, like, a game like that is tougher than Fury because 
the patterns aren't set. Like there can always be something that throws you off. So yeah. you gotta be almost more in the moment than I think even with Fury. So I don't know, like after beating Fury and going through all this shit, do you get that sense of accomplishment? Like, is it even worth it to be like, well, now I beat it? Or you kind of get through and you go, okay, I did that, but uh, man, I wish I had that time back. Almost, oh, Ghosts and Goblins is always on there. I fucking hate Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, but that's another one where yeah, it's Yeah, that should be on there. Um, so it's like, when you see shit like that, it's like, I don't know. Some people equate difficulty with good gameplay, and I don't. I don't. I don't no, know. I don't. It's not always good. Yeah. Something's just too hard for the sake of being hard for it a lot of it. makes no sense. Like, why do you need to be this difficult? It's like having hot sauce that's too hot. Like, you can put one drop in a soup and be like, that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I saw that. Like I said, it, it was just a, it was a thought I had. I was going to have us go through some of these lists, but honestly, like I said, so many of them are the same. Contra being number one on so many. Yeah, that's uh, that's fucky. So yeah, and me and you beat it drunk. Yeah, I mean I carried you, but we still beat. Still got done. <laughs> we still got it done. <laughs> we went through like you know hundred some lives combined, but we still got it done. Hey, we only put in the the code once. You only need to do it once, but you get continues with thirty lives. Too. Yeah, well, I'm just saying Zenkoff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You did die at the end, and I had to yes, you did have to finish it off solo. <laughs> I was having a rough game. <laughs> So, yeah, I want to hear what you guys think. What is the most difficult game you ever played? What do you think should be on a list like that? You let us know below. All right, Chambers. So before we get to our voicemails, my dog is just deciding to make all kinds of noise. Shut up, Loki. Um, what do you think of the beer? It's good. It is a damn good, damn solid sour. It's not overpowering. I don't think it overstates its welcome in any way. No. It's good. Like, I have a nice little calm buzz after two of these tall boys, but, like, you know, nothing crazy. A little more buzz than I was expecting for, for four. For a 4.9, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, I'm not full warm in the face, but I'm like, I wasn't expecting to feel anything. And I'm like, well, I can, I can kind of feel it. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say after drinking it, there is a lingering blueberry flavor in like, in my mouth. It's not sweet. It's not like a sugary. It's just like a, like, I really do feel like I just ate a bunch of blueberries. Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. So yeah, solid, solid little uh, sour here, but uh, we do got one voicemail. It is from... So before we get into that, <laughs> if you want to leave a voicemail to the show, 267-991-0156. We'll do these every episode that we get them. So this time I'm going to be playing it directly into the mic, so that way it covers us just in case. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's from our good buddy TJ. So here Now we... it's going to be echoed in the final product. Like, Brian, goddammit! <laughs> You ready? Here we go. Yeah, man. You know, girls, they, they're rough. They they get you starting to do stuff like you want to hook up with them or something. You got to smoke cigarettes. Okay, I'm going to start smoking cigarettes. And then it's all like, oh, heroin? Yeah, I'll do that. Next thing you know, they're pimping you out to Johns, and you find yourself in a pool of blood after killing one of those Johns. Girls, man, they're not worth it. He's right. Fuck your litter. Right. <laughs> Damn it! Not expecting that. Um, if I can quote Coach from Saving Silverman, stay away from women. Well, Jim, as someone who would smoke cigarettes just to no, no, no. We, that's why that he did that voicemail because we were talking in the group chat of how we all started smoking cigarettes. So. There you go. Yeah, I did it to be around a girl I was trying to get with more and didn't even wind him getting with her. So it was a double fail. Here's the deal. There is something to be said about 
you're gonna do some dumb shit as a guy to just try to talk to, hook up with, whatever you want with a girl. Yep. If it's ever cigarettes or drugs or even alcohol, guys, don't do it. Unless you don't care and you're gonna do it anyway, whatever. But if you're someone who's like never smoked, never did something, never even drank, don't do it to try to impress a girl. Because number one, she's gonna see right through that shit. Yeah. It's gonna be very obvious. You're only doing it for that. If you're someone who truly doesn't care about doing it, being confident is the number one and the only thing that matters. A thousand percent. It's why Jim can now go to a bar as a married guy and would maybe even have a shot at getting a number. Yeah. It's it's one of those deals where, yeah, man, the stupid shit you would do for a girl, it's not worth it. Right. There's a million other girls who will take you exactly how you are. That's all I'll say. Or... Just stick with whores. Don't even deal with women's bullshit. Live your life, boys. Live your life. Pay for your nuts. Jim, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> There's someone Listen out there me. where you Listen don't to have me. to pay. I'm just going to say that. Don't Look, ever Brian, pay. If you're not paying directly, you will be paying indirectly. All right? I mean, if your time is money, then yes, technically you are, you are always paying. But, yeah. I'm trying to think of the dumbest thing I started doing. For a girl. Definitely never smoked. I mean, I've never even had a cigarette, so I can't say that. Right. Ooh. I mean, once you get a girlfriend, you're, you're going to be bound to do stupid shit, like watching the entire franchise <laughs> hey, of Friends. Yeah, how many times did you watch uh, Friends? Only that one time, but I mean, that was something that was like... I think oh. smoking was better for my health than that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't say i have done i'm also stubborn so i wouldn't do it hmm. well, I don't know. and you weren't as desperate either <laughs> jim i had that one three-week dry spell it was rough yeah okay <laughs> real victim there the real question is was smoke doing doing was smoking the stupidest thing you ever did yeah for a girl yeah are you sure yes done some dumb things no i've done a lot of dumb things but smoking was the only one that was like directly for a girl yeah yeah well it's funny because you think about like dudes when they were like younger you try to th- do like physical things like oh i bet i could like jump through this fire like do it like you do stupid shit and then it just elevates as you get older yeah so yeah tj that's good advice <laughs> don't don't do it they're not worth it. just after your man juice <laughs> If you can get rid of your agents with uh, good old alcohol, use this. Oh, fuck, Jim. So with that, guys, we want to say thank you so much. Thank you once again, TJ, for the voicemail. As Jim said, feel free to leave it to us for our patrons who have leaving us questions. We truly appreciate that as well. And get those questions in each and every week. If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, hit the subscribe button. If you give us a five-star rating, we will read it on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. And finally, if you're on YouTube, hit that notification bell and the subscribe button. It means a lot and supports us. Yep. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.